You are welcome to Face to Face Broadcast. This message will take you from where you are to where you ought to be. Person, the 500 that they didn't give to you. Hello. I, I, you understand what I'm talking about? Then another person can come and say, I'm rushing somewhere. I don't know. Um, how can you help me? Person says, Use my car. <laughs> and gives him the keys. The first person, he didn't even think about giving him car. He was not willing to part with the 500 naira. The second person was willing to part with 500, but he was not willing to give the person his car. But this other, the third person, he is willing to give the person the car to use. It means that he is not extending the same level of favor to these three people. Are you with me? Are you with me? Now, it will surprise you to know, there are some very serious things I'm going to say today. So, listen very well. In the kingdom of God. Firstly, you know, we are all, you see, what Jesus did for us was to bring us as a people that are collectively highly favored. Amen. Are we together? That statement that the angel made to Mary Ephesians made it to us. Hallelujah. Because he said, Thou art highly favored. The, Hebrew, the Greek word there was charito. It, we find that same word in Ephesians 1.6. To the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he had made us charito. King James said, Accepted in the beloved. Amen. The same word. In essence, it would have been translated this way. Wherefore he had made us to be highly favored. Amongst men. Amen. So we are the highly favored ones. Glory to God. Did you get that? We are the highly favored ones. That's what we're called the dispensation of grace. What God has done for us, He has never done for any dispensation. You didn't hear me well. What God had done, when the Bible says, uh, for your chosen generation, generation, it's not, it, 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 some renderings to say a chosen race. That means he's talking about a group of people. Are you understanding me? So he's talking about the church. Hallelujah. Those that will be partakers of the death, bear, resurrection of Christ, their chosen race. A peculiar people. That means that there, there was never a group like that. Hallelujah. So, you and I are the highly favored ones. Glory to God. That is the kind of goodwill that God extended to us. He had never extended it to anybody. Amen. Moses didn't have it. Noah didn't have it. Elijah didn't have it. Glory to God. Are we together? So, we are the highly favored ones. But let me explain something to you. In as much as we are the highly favored ones... Everyone is not drawing from all the favors that belong to them. Amen. Are you with me? 
Everyone is not accessing all of the favor that is available to him or her. People behave like, you know, because God loves all of us the same, doesn't mean that God does not reward faithfulness. Amen. Amen. Did you hear me? That God loves all of us the same, doesn't mean He doesn't reward faithfulness. He loves all of us the same, but He doesn't reward all of us the same. Amen. Get that. He doesn't reward all of us the same. Because as much as God is a God of love, He's also a God of justice. Amen. He's a righteous judge. His judgment is right. So, we are highly favored. Highly favored. Maybe the Jews were favored, but we are highly favored. Amen. That blood is speaking over you. Amen. Glory to God. That's a big deal. Help me just someone say that's a big deal. Amen. It's a big deal. That he has given his angels charge over you. That's a big deal. But beyond all of that, why did the scripture say he increased in favor with God? Let me explain it to you. It means that the day Jesus was born, he was as much God as the day he died. You agree with me? Do you agree with me? Did he grow in his godness? I, I, you are, why are you being quiet now? The highest thing that happens is that you fail. Did God grow in his godness? So it was not talking about that. So, as Jesus was born, how do you know he's God? Because he accepted worship as a baby. When he was born in that manger... And when the, the wise men from the east came, they bowed. They didn't just bring gifts, they bowed. They were bowing to a baby. Are you understanding me? And nobody, nobody said, oh, don't do that, don't do that. No, the Jews don't joke with bowing. Amen. Nobody said, don't do that. Why? Because they were bowing to God. Am I communicating? So, what they were doing was that they were worshipping God. <laughs> he became flesh. Hallelujah. The angels saw God in form of a baby. Amen. For the first time. Alright. But, now, he could not function in a certain way. Until a certain time. For example, as a baby, as God as he is, he performed no miracle. Hello? He didn't perform any miracle. No miracle. 
He had to wait until the Holy Ghost came upon him. You know that? Alright? And then, from that point, the Bible says, he returned in the power of the Spirit. And the fame of him went abroad. Hallelujah. Luke 4, 14. Now, so between birth and that experience he had when he was dipped in Jordan and came out, the level of favor with God had increased. Amen. It means there are certain things God could now allow him to do. Am I communicating? Do you know that we're not told Jesus walked on water before? Any story you read that tells you that, you know, somebody said that, uh, Jesus, you know, I don't know, some people, you know, somebody was telling the story. I, I must have seen, he must have seen in a movie where they saw a, a baby, you know, um, what do you call it? Is it telekinesis or whatever you call it? Look at the spoon and then bend the spoon. You know, Jesus was not doing all those kind of things. Amen. He was not doing all those kind of rubbish. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. He is not one of the X-Men. X he was not doing all those kind of things. Amen. So, any book you read, uh, that, that the, Bible's, the Bible told us, John 2, verse 11. He said, this beginning of miracles did Jesus in Cana of Galilee and manifested forth his glory. So, he's telling us the first miracle. If you read down in John, it tells you the second miracle. Amen. Am I communicating? So we're told the first miracle was turning water to wine. That means before that time, Jesus didn't perform any miracle. Why? It was not yet time. Am I communicating? Let me say time. Okay, I'm going somewhere. It was not yet time. Meaning that from where he was born to that point where that miracle was performed, he grew in favor with God. Hallelujah. It's just like saying that all these things belong to him. But there's a time it will be allocated. Amen. The Holy Ghost belongs to him. But there is a time he will be allowed to receive the Holy Ghost. Are you with me? He did not receive the Holy Ghost before he went to Jordan. It was at Jordan... When he was dipped in by John the Baptist and brought out, then the heavens opened. You remember the story? Alright, it's in Matthew 3, Luke 3. The heavens opened and then the Spirit descended on him. At that point, the Father had permitted him to now do things that he couldn't do. At that time, he was 30 years of age. Amen. So from age 30 to 33 and a half, about that, Jesus did things that he didn't do in the first 30 years of his life. Am I communicating? Because he had increased in favor with God. Now I want to explain what that means. That's why I'm taking my time to explain it. Now, are you ready for this? Because I want to show you what will be happening to us. Amen. In the days to come. Hallelujah. You see, all of God's children are loved the same way, but all of God's children will not manifest the same way. In the sense that, 
there will be differences. There will be differences. There will be differences. There will be differences. Clear-cut differences. Let me read Galatians 4. I will try to read from verse 1. But... uh, um, um, let me explain something to you. Some of you know a scripture in Isaiah that says, For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. So it talks about a child born and a son given. And the difference here is that all of us function as children of God. But there is a, a call to sonship. Hallelujah. Amen. That call to sonship is the increase in favor with God. So I will explain it. Let me remove my shoe and explain it. (laughs) Glory to God. Alright. So follow me now. Um, There is a terminology you will find in Romans 8. You will find in Galatians 4. You will find in Ephesians 1. And then you find in Romans 9. In Romans 8, you find it in verse 15 and 23. In Romans 9, you find it in verse 4. In uh, Galatians, you find it in chapter 4, verse 5. Uh, And then in Ephesians, you find it uh, in chapter 1, um, where the Bible is talking about um, what's the terminology, first of all? Everybody say sonship. Say again, sonship. Sonship, in the context in which Paul was talking about, is not the way some of us understand it. So I want to explain it to you. So now I can read my Galatians 4. Then I can explain. From verse 1. Now I say that the heir, the heir is the one that is supposed to inherit. Alright? So in, in today's English, it, it won't be correct. It's not correct English, but some of you prefer it when they say the inheritor. Amen. Alright. <laughs> the heir, as long as he is a child, differeth nothing from a servant, though he be lord of all. That is not different from the servant, even if he's Lord of all. Then he says, but is under tutors and governors until, ever say until, until the time appointed of who? Of the father. Alright? Alright. Even so when we were children, we were in bondage under the elements of the world. But let's go back. Let me explain it to you what Paul was communicating. In one 
statement, he was communicating two truths. One hand, he was talking about the Jews and the church. The other hand, he's talking about the Christian coming into maturity. Amen? Alright. Now, what he's explaining here, we don't understand it today because we don't talk like that. Hallelujah. It's the doctrine of adoption. Everybody say adoption. We don't talk like that today. So, in Nigeria or in this part of the world, if you say, I adopted a child, what it means is that you couldn't have a child, so you went and did legal documents to get a child and make the child yours. That's what adoption means, right? But when the Bible in Romans and Galatians and Ephesians talked about adoption of sonship, that's not what it's talking about. Hallelujah. We are if we say we are adopted, it's not that we are another person, we are Satan's children. Amen. Then God just did some paperwork and you understand and Cleveland say, Come and live with me. No, 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 no. That's not what happened. The, the truth is that we are born children of God. Amen. That means that God we came out of God's womb. Amen. Are we together? Okay, we are born of God. We are born of God. So what is the adoption Paul is talking about? The Hebrew word that was translated, let's just look at, I I quoted verse 5, so let's just go to verse 5 of Galatians 4. It says, to redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. Hallelujah. Because, and because he has sons, God has sent for the spirit of his son into your heart, crying out of father. The adoption of sons. So what was he talking about? That sonship he's talking about there, the Hebrew word, Oh, sorry, the Greek word, it actually means a placement. Ever say a placement? A placement into sonship. Heotema. A placement into sonship. It means that a positioning for rights that belong to the son. Amen. So, let me explain the culture, so you understand it. In Greek and Roman culture, that was the dominant culture when Jesus was born. Hello? I hope you know that. Okay. Now, fatherhood is, in that time, is not just, it's not just bringing someone into the world. It's a title, it's an office. Someone's father is in charge of the person's life. Are you understanding me? In the sense that your father can decide that he wants to sell you as a slave and is legal. Your father can decide that he wants to kill you and it's legal. That's how it was. Your father is the one that determines whether you should live or die. Are you understanding me? Now we have state laws that protect children. That's how it was. Now, that father, when he has children, every child that was born in his house, normally about the age of 14 or thereabouts, if he had more than one son, one, child, one male child, let's use the word male child, he will look amongst them to see the one that is showing signs of responsibility. Amen? Did you get that? Then he will pick that one. We'll come to the issue of firstborn, but let's just pick this one. And say, it's time for him to become, not just, I have three male children, but I want to adopt my son. Hello? Let's bring out some food that look like male children. Amen. 
So let me have three male children here. Amen. Yes, male child, come. <laughs> yeah, man child. <laughs> Amen. Josiah, come. Uh, bright, come. <laughs> He's a man child. <laughs> Alright, so these are male children. Then I'm the father. Then a day comes where I want to say, I want to adopt them as sons. In the culture at that time, what it means is that I want to give him rights of adulthood. Amen. He cannot start transacting business in his name or in my authority, even if I'm not there. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So it's a it's a ceremony, an adoption ceremony. All of them are my children, but I will adopt a son. Amen. Did you get that? That's the doctrine of adoption. That's why Paul was saying in the scripture just read. Now the heir, as long as he is not yet adopted. Amen. Go back to verse 1. Let me show you that. Verse 1. Now the heir, as long as he is a child, that means he has not been adopted. Amen. He is not different from the servants. He will eat what they give him to eat. He will only go where he is told to go. He cannot do things by himself. The same way a servant is. Amen. Even if he is supposed to be Lord of all. He will still be under tutors and governors until the time appointed by me, the father. Then I will decide and say, okay, it's time for him to be adopted as a son. Amen. Then that day there will be a ceremony. They will take off his robe of childishness and put a robe of manhood on him. Amen. They will give him a ring. And it will be a public ceremony. They will call everybody and then the father will announce, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. He will announce, from that day, you will stop treating him like a small child. If they are having meetings for vote to vote, he is legally allowed to vote. If they are going for war, he can decide to go for war. Are you understanding me? He can stand in the congregation of men because now he has been adopted. These other ones cannot stand, they have not been adopted, even if they are all children of the same man. Even if they are triplets. Amen. Is the adopted son. So that adoption is allowing you to enjoy your full rights. All of you have privileges as sons. Are you understanding me? Oh, you eat the best meals. You, you live in the best house. But there's, there's, a right, there's, a, there's a particular right that the father holds to himself. And only gives it to the one that has been adopted. Amen. Are you with me? That thing is a favor. Amen. Oh, I don't know if you are hearing me. It's a favor. He holds it and gives it to this one. If you read Psalm 45, it said, Because thou hast loved righteousness and hated wickedness, therefore the Lord thy God hath exalted thee above thy fellows. He was talking about the Christ. He had anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. The Hebrew word there for fellows meant your associates. Those that are supposed to be on the same level with you have separated you from them. The favor you are enjoying now, they don't have it.
Psalm 45 verse 7. Or thereabout. Yeah. So, now, this thing is favor. Glory to God. All of them are favored though. Amen. But this thing is another dimension of favor. Some of you don't understand that. That was what God did with Jesus Christ. That Jesus was one. He was two, three, four, five, six, seven. At least at age, is it 12 or 13? Where he had a conversation. And uh, was, oh, they could say why he was so wise. He answered hard questions. But now when he became 30, it was the time for his adoption. And the adoption had to, is a public ceremony. So he had to go to Jordan. When he went to Jordan and was dipped in and came out, they heard a voice. The father has to speak. And he said, this is my beloved son in whom I were pleased. Amen. That was adoption. It was from that time Jesus said, walking miracles. Now, what I'm sharing with you is a general principle, but there is a principle in the principle. And it's the principle in the principle I want to share with you. That even as we function as Christians, there are adoptions we enter. That's what we call the right of the firstborn. Amen. Alright? That right of the firstborn generally was given to Jesus Christ. He was called the first begotten from the dead. So, he was conferred with that right. If you read Deuteronomy 21, maybe verse 15 to 17, you'll find the story about the right of the firstborn. But let me explain it to you in, in this way. Go back and stand on the same line with them. Now, you see that a man has three sons. And then, firstborn is not the first that came out of the womb. That right is the father's privilege to choose who he will give it to. It's a favor the father alone can bestow. Are you listening to me? That's why you see throughout scripture now. There was Jacob and Esau. Who came out first? Esau. Who had the right of the firstborn? Jacob. Manasseh and Ephraim. Are you understanding me? The right of firstborn was given to the second son. Ishmael was born many years before Isaac. The same father. Who was the right of the firstborn given to? Isaac. In the same way, in a figure, the Jews are the firstborn. The church is the second child. But the right of the firstborn was given to the church. Are you with me? But now, the, follow the principle in the principle. Alright. Now, in this right, go start from verse 15. In this right of the firstborn, you know why I'm sharing this with you? The Lord told me, we are going to walk in that right. So for everyone that will hear what I'm saying, watch and see. 
He said, if a man have two wives, one beloved and another hated, and they have borne him children, both the beloved and the hated, and if the firstborn son be has that was hated, alright, then it shall be that when he maketh his sons to inherit that which he had, that's, the day is going to do that. He may not make the son of the beloved firstborn before the son of the hated, which is indeed the firstborn. Amen. Go, go further. But he shall acknowledge the son of the hated for the firstborn. By giving him what? A double portion of all that he had. For he is the beginning of his strength. The right of the firstborn is his. This right was not given to Reuben. Reuben was the firstborn of Israel. Hallelujah. Jacob. It wasn't given to him. Instead, Joseph got it. Amen. Are you with me? Okay. Now, in our context, it still happens today. When believers, believers, we are all in sets. Did you hear me? We are in sets. You know how you are in school, you say, I was in 1991 set. I was in 1990 set. We are all in sets. Among the sets, God chooses who he gives the right of the firstborn. Then you see a set of five friends that all of them got born again about the same time. They attend the same church. They hear the same word of God. But one is the one that everybody wants to be like. Amen. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Let's explain that double portion a little. So, the double portion is simply that if the man has three children, Three male children. Then he's going to divide his property into four. Amen. Did you hear that? He won't divide it into three. He will divide it into four. And then he will give whoever. Okay, actually we chose him. He will give him double portion. Then you give this one one. Give this one one. But you have double the story of the prodigal son, you saw the story of the prodigal son, alright? What happened in that story was that the younger son had come to his age of adoption. Amen. Are we together? But he doesn't have the right of the firstborn. Are we together? He has come of age. So it's the time he came of age, he said, give me my own property, let me go. Say, I'm of age now, I've, I've been adopted. Is that not so? Alright, give me the property, let me go. And then he left. And the one that even had the right of the firstborn, did not even know what he had. Instead, he was dragging goats. Amen. When the younger brother came back and they killed a goat for him, he was angry. And they killed a whole goat for him. The father said, all that I have is thine. What he's trying to say is that, you, in short, as I'm here now, I've handed over, you own me too. Amen. And you're here quarreling. That the one that doesn't have the right, what he's enjoying is what you are envying. Amen. There are many believers like that. Glory to God. Okay, so this portion is divided in four. And then double is given to the one that was given the right of the firstborn. 
And then from that point, is to make sure that he has every reason to be ahead and to represent the family name. Glory to God. That double portion is so that he will be able to represent the family name. You see, firstborn, that right of firstborn is not given to the first child. It's not given to who got born again first. No. It is something that God confers. And He confers it on the basis that He can trust Him. Amen. So I say, so if I, if, if I do this, can God forgive me? Yes, He can forgive you. He can forgive you, but you might lose that right. Amen. The one He can trust. There are some things that God, there are some things that, you, see, you know, some believers, I, I, you know, some of us say, talk about prayer. Thank you, you can go back to your seat. About prayer. You can pray, you can pray, alright? But you see, there are certain things that if God didn't give it to you, you don't have it. John 3.27 If God didn't give it to you, you don't have it. You don't have it. Let's read together. I want to go. John answered and said, A man can receive nothing except it be given him from heaven. From heaven. Amen. No, verse 27 is okay. From heaven. What is he saying? At this time, they were saying, You know what they were telling John the Baptist? Man. That guy that just came, that Jesus you are talking about, the Jesus that you laid hands on, that you baptized, so to speak. Do you know that he's opening blind eyes, he's doing something? He didn't quarrel with it. He said, God, that's what God gave him. It's John that was speaking. He said, no, 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 no. I can't argue with that. Now, I want you to understand that John the Baptist was like the reigning prophet. Now, there was another prophet in town. He said, hey, hey, no, 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 no. A man can receive nothing except be given. So it means God gave him. Amen. What I'm trying to say. God gives things. That is favor. Amen. Oh, I read many years ago when Papa Hagen said something that really blessed me. He said that God promotes us in our call. No, many people don't understand that. He said God promotes us in our call when we're faithful. It means that someone can start out. <laughs> Have you not seen people that were just dickens? Even in the Bible. Alright? You remember the seven? Acts chapter 6. The seven of them that were ordained to serve tables. Alright? One of them at least, Philip, later was called Philip what? The evangelist. Amen. He didn't start out that way. God promoted him. Amen. Glory to God. He became Philip the evangelist. It means amongst the seven. I don't know what happened to the others. We know Stephen died. There were others. Nicanor. There were others. 
He looked like the one that had that right. Amen. Are you listening to me? He looked like the one that stood out amongst the rest. Philip the evangelist. You are in a set. God always looks for the one he will push forward to inspire the rest. It's a principle with God. You didn't hear me well. He always looks for the one he will push forward to inspire the rest. That thing is favor. And then the mistake some people make is that they start fighting with the one that God gave that favor. Don't make that mistake. Don't make that mistake. But there's something happening in this church. Hallelujah. In the coming months, as we enter 2021, there will be several pioneer efforts by the Spirit of God. And I was instructed to teach those that are in the house specifically this month. And that's why we're having it, how we're having it. To say, if God has chosen you for something special, you have to wear the toga well. Amen. You have to wear it well. Let me give you a picture. Jacob had 12 sons. Reuben, Simeon, Reuben is the first one. Reuben fell out of favor. You remember? With his father. Simon and Levi did their own. What did the father say to Reuben? He said, you are my might and my, the strength, my strength. He said, but you will not excel. Because you are unstable as water. Meaning that that right of the firstborn makes you excel. You didn't hear me well. It makes you what? Excel. It will make you excel. Get ready to excel. Get ready. Renaissance Assembly, get ready to excel. That, that right was supposed to be given to him. And he's supposed to excel. To excel means that he will tower above without effort above his brothers. Without effort. Effortlessly. But he said, now that right has been taken from you. It was supposed to be yours. And now in a symbol, the father gave a coat of many colors only to Joseph. They understood what that meant. Amen. That's the animosity they had towards Joseph. 
that he had the coats of many colors. Listen to me. Upon us comes that coat of many colors. Upon us comes that coat of many colors. You will stand out as the one with the coat of many colors. You see that place where Joseph finally ended, where all the brothers came to bow, is supposed to be Reuben's place. Amen? Who now excelled? Joseph. Amen. Who now excelled? Joseph. Who now excelled? Joseph. That's what that right does. It's a favor. It's a dimension of favor that causes you to excel. To tower above your associates. I give you another group of sons. In first hour 16, we saw a man called Jesse. He had seven sons. And then, the Bible told us that God sent the prophets, Samuel, to the house of Jesse. He said, I have chosen me a king among the sons. That means that the sons will come from this, the, the king will come from these sons. Samuel got to the house. The, the first person he saw was the first son, Eliab. As he came, he said, the Lord had not He was not wrong. He was not wrong. That was the right guy. Eliab was the one because he's the first son. But you know what God said? I have refused him. I have refused him. Refused him means he's supposed to be his own. But I'm not going to agree. I've refused him. And then it was given to David. Amen. And did you hear about all the other sons again? Abinadab, Shema. We didn't hear about them again. Who excelled above all the sons? David. Amen. David. That's what that right does. It confers on you power to excel. It confers upon you power to excel. There are some deep things I would have said. You see, there's a way God works. And that's why He's allowing me to share this with you. He's sharing this because he's preparing us for that role. And with all sense of modesty and by the instruction and the permission of the Spirit, in our sets, we carry that right. So let me tell you why I'm sharing this with you. I have instructions of the Spirit to tell you Wait. Talk like it. Act like it. Honor the role that God has put you in. Honor it. Honor it. Honor it. 
or not? There will be very quick and large things happening in our midst in the coming days. There is a favor that's open to us. Pray in tongues for a moment. Barakatu shelebom brigadier teleske. Baluske pletus brigade brigados brigadier brigado brigadese. Baruske pletus shelebom brigado brigadier telebo brigado brigadiete. Zuplatu brigado 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 brigadier teleske. In the name of Jesus. You can't afford to be responsible in that kind of role. Because it's a leadership role. Amen. It's a peace-setting role. That's what it is. You know, there were a group of ministers many years ago that you would say they were like a set. During the so-called Voice of Healing Revival, we had the A. A. Allens, Jacobs, William Brahms, the Earl Roberts, and many others that you might not even know their names. If you are a good student of church history, you would observe that by 1950 or in the 50s, most of those ministries and ministers were already nationally recognized. Hello? I'm talking about in America. Some of them were globally recognized. They were already international ministers in their reach of ministry. Up until maybe the 60s, the man called Kenneth E. Higgin was still holding small, small meetings. Amen. Amen. Teaching in full gospel businessmen fellowship meetings. The, 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 the thing at that time was that they used to hold tents revivals. You know what they call tent revivals? You hire, you get a, a, a piece of land maybe outside, outside of town. 
and then you get a tent that could seat 8,000 people or 5,000 people. They say increasing, some seat 10,000. Uh, I heard someone was sitting 25,000, I heard, so at that time. You know, and then people would gather, you know, those are the kind of meetings. He didn't have any tent meeting. He was not having any of the tent meetings. But what God told him was that when these, all these guys are gone, you will still be preaching. Amen. Most of the names I mentioned, some of you know, don't even know them. Amen. Most of what Papa Hagen saw, and now, you know, Papa Hagen was born, is it 1916, 1917? I'm, I'm trying to remember the exact year now because he was 16 in 1934. Or thereabouts. Yeah? 16 or 17 in 1934. He was 17. 16 turned 17. So, um, up until maybe the big things in ministry started happening when he was in his 60s. <laughs> Amen. Are you with me? But with all respect to the other ministers, he outlasted all of them. Amen. He never came into this country. But he's more in this country than people that came in. Hello. I when I say he never came to this country, you know, he never came to Africa. Africa. He never came to Africa. Are you listening to me? A man can receive nothing except it be given him from heaven. There are specific bestowals that some of us here will enjoy in this season. Honor it. That which the Holy Ghost will give you, keep it. That which he has committed to our trust. Sanctify it in your hearts. Is it so winning that some of you just cheaply go out and win souls? Those things happen once in a while in some other places. It's a grace. Amen? It's a grace. And in this month of August, commit yourself to soul winning. Amen. Did you hear me? Yeah. Let me read my last scripture. Psalm 35, verse 27. 27. 35, 27. It says, Let them shout for joy. And be glad that do what? 
that favor my right. Why would they shout for joy? Because of the <laughs> the consequence of favor is righteous cause. Amen. We'll make them keep shouting. You want to keep shouting? No. He said, let them shout for joy that favor my righteous cause. Yay! Let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified, which had pleasure in the prosperity of the servant. The servant is the one that is favoring his righteous cause. So winning is the righteous cause. Amen. I said, so winning is what? Is the righteous cause. Amen. So anyone that is favoring righteous cause, he will have reasons to shout for joy. He will have reasons to be glad. Because he will also enjoy special privileges. Heaven sponsors the soul winner. I say heaven sponsors the soul winner. I say heaven sponsors the soul winner. You know, there's a, there's a mistake that some believers make in a bid to understand the place of the finished work of Christ. Some people are, mis- are confused about the finished work of Christ. Because what we're teaching you and what they're understanding is not the same thing. So someone says, eh, 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 I don't have to win souls for God to bless me. No, you're already blessed. But God still blesses the soul winner. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Glory to God. You don't have to win souls to be blessed. Because you are blessed because you are born again. But the blessed one that goes to win souls is more blessed. Have you not heard the word more blessed in the New Testament? He said, (laughs) It is more blessed to give than to what? To receive. Are you getting what I'm saying? That means that even before you gave, you were blessed. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Are you, are you understanding me? To prove that you are blessed, that's why you are receiving. Now it says that now that you are receiving, if you want to be more blessed, give. So tap your neighbor and say, there's something like more blessed. There's something like more favored. There's something like there are dimensions of favor. Say again, there are dimensions of favor. I I want you to understand it. So, favor is righteous cause. Favor is righteous cause. All of us don't have the same angels. We don't have the same number of angels. We don't. Because we don't have the same responsibility. What you see in the natural is, is symbolic of what you see in the realm of the spirit. Glory to God. If the president Buari comes here, it's not one policeman with stick that will follow him. Are you understanding me? If the provost of Cass comes here, somebody with stick will follow him. And one like our security uniform and stick. We'll follow him. Amen. Are you getting what I'm saying? I'm not yabbing him. I'm just saying. If the governor of River State comes in here, you are sure that some DSS will come with him? Some police officers come with him? Are you understanding me? Is that not so? Uh-huh. 
If the President of the United States comes here, there might be a plane in the air. Are you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> there are different levels of authority. That's why the Bible says, He that receives a righteous man, in the name of a righteous man, because when the righteous man is that brother that says, Ah, hey, sister, uh, Grace, oh, I'll visit you. Then he comes to your house. Let's pray. You pray together. You know, you give him Coke or Fanta, he will drink. You are happy that he came. Ah, I was blessed. Oh, brother, so visitor, I was blessed. It's even for when I come to the house. It's different. It's different. I might not make you laugh. I might not make you happy. But your life will change. He that receives a prophet in the name of a prophet, receives a prophet reward. It's not the same. It's not the same. It cannot be the same. When believers and the church understands this, it will change a lot of things. It changes a lot of things. It changes a lot of things. So you say, okay, why? Okay, you will see that something you have been praying about, then it just happens. What, what was the difference? <laughs> a man can receive nothing except he be giving him from heaven. Amen. 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 You know, somebody say, eh, it's because that's what you believe. Sometimes it's not about what you believe, that's how it is. That's how it is. You put your hand in inside fridge, what will it be? Cold. You put your hand on fire, what will it be? Is it because of what you believe? <laughs> no, no, I'm asking, is it because of what you believe? No, 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 I'm asking you now, is it because of, No, if you believe that you're putting your hand inside fire when you put it in the fridge, then it will be hot. Is that what will happen? It has nothing to do with what you believe. Cold is cold, hot is hot. Lift your hands everywhere. This evening, everyone under the sound of my voice, there is a stirring for a new dimension of favor. There is a stirring for a new dimension of favor. There is an arrangement. There is a configuration for a new dimension of favor. A new dimension of favor. There are some things that did not answer to you before. That will answer to you now. It matters. It matters. In this cycle, what will be happening here is not happening in any other place. Why? That's how it's configured. That's how it's configured. There's a special release upon us. There's a special release upon us. There's a placement, glory to God, a placement of a privilege, of a right bestowed upon this set of people. Le prataya katea, roban katea katea ta, manda kaira ro predos ke predieke, manda kaso predos predieke, los predieke topanya katea ta, lobanda kairo sobregediata, roba katoso le bom bregediata leske, le menda katoso le bom bregediata, roba katoso le brande kezide deske, rebando sobledige zopres. Lord, 
Ramando Kopletos Brigadier Telebom Brigadier Teleske Rabakatos Telebom Brigadier Teleske Randa Kayegadia Taligadia Telesko In the name of Jesus Listen, in some of your professions and where you function, God is looking for someone to give that rights. That will hold the key for others. I know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm talking about. You know, but sometimes believers don't wait. They don't wait. You are in that school. What God is trying to do is to put you in a place where is what you say that is happening. It's an arrangement, a special arrangement from heaven. In your business, the same thing. You discover that your business is just expanding. That's not the time to say, eh, I don't have time to go to church. That's the thing that worries some people. Then it moves to another person. Because it's the one that favors his righteous cause that will shout for joy and be glad. It's the one that favors his righteous cause. It's the same way Satan cannot give authority to someone that is not favoring his cause. You go around. If you say you want to do music, I want to be singing intelligent, have some sense, intelligent, they will leave you to sing. But you start singing, sugar, honey, sugar, ha, honey, sugar, ha. Uh-huh. They say, hey, 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 remove, remove your shirt, remove your shirt, remove your shirt, uh-huh. remove, remove, bring that woman, bring her, she's naked now, let her dance. If you agree, they will say your video. Is that not so? You are favoring his righteous, his own unrighteous cause. But once you say, no, 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 no I, I, I don't believe in sensual music. But you're an unbeliever. I want to sing. I want to appeal to the mind. They will leave you there. They will leave you there. Are you understanding me? They will, they're not interested in all those kind of things. They are looking for what will kill people. Amen. Go to a big brother house. I think big brother is on now. Go to a big brother house and be saying, They will remove you. That's not what they want. Go there and say, Have you received Jesus Christ? As you say it, Okay, grace. <laughs> see, you see how Satan is protecting his territory, making sure there is no penetration, and that no, that authority doesn't come into the hand of anybody that will not do what he wants. That's how God is too. Amen. That's how God is too. Look at what's happening in some states. They said it wasn't even happening in River State. I don't know if it's still happening. Where they say, they say, you, you want a big contract? They say, yes, you must join Oboni. You say, um, I don't want to join. I just want, they say, ah, go now. Then when you say you want to join, they give you the contract. Hello? We heard all those kind of things. Why are they doing that? They want it to be controlled by the same people who drive the same agenda. That's how God is dropping something for those that would drive his own agenda. The same way. The same way. He's dropping it. I receive. I enter into that place that God has set for me. As a church, we enter into that place that God has set for us. By the power of the Holy Ghost. Paroske pleto shele bombradia kate. Randa kapayoko poselide. Zupratende eklezida. Zarada. Rupato shele bombregados brigadiate. Rakatonde bredoske pleto shele bombregadiata. 
Meleton de Bredicatolo Bombregadia Telegadiese, Robacatos or Bombregadia Telegadiaska, Lubanda Casopre Dosca Pletos Alabaya, Lemenda Cresopre di Casolo Bombregadiata, Rando Basso Bledica Telegadiese, Marabacatolo Robregados Bregadia Telegadiese, Ramacatos or Bombregado Bregadosco, Lavanda Capaya Lobo Bregado 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 Manda capayo lo bosso brigadiete. Manda capayo lo bosso brigadiete la bomba brigado brigadoso. Roba catoso lo bomba brigadiete la bomba brigadiete la gadi 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 gadi. Zupratosa la banda la baya. Roba catoso le bomba edesque. La manda capayo lo brigadiete. La manda capanda le bosso brigadiete. Maracatus and the bomb redesca diete Malanda Taida Hande Gedeske Lavanda Capayo Subregadiate Lavanda Capayo Lobos Brigadia Telebom Brigadiate Baracatus and Abanda Labaya Baba Baye Balanda Capaya Labalaba Labos Lobos Meletes Aleria Talida Hande Kiyadadi Dimensions of favor. Dimensions of favor. We increase in favor. We increase in favor. We increase in favor with God. Melekreto paligadia taligadiasa. Maruske pleto selebon talida ande ekleze. We increase in favor with God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. It just feels like some things are being unlocked. Some things have been unlocked for us. They've been locked down before now. They've been unlocked, 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 unlocked for us. Kubarata yeske. Librado sulebombre doske pledieete. Lamanda kapayuro subregadieete. Rato sharabanda bradoske pledieete. Malaba Kalobom Bredoske Pledo Brigadiate. We give you praise. And let us say loud Amen. Just pray one more prayer for yourself and just pray that this month let there be a significant increase in favor with God. Open your mouth and pray that prayer for yourself. Increase in favor. Blessed be your name. Blessed be your name. 
in the name of Jesus. And Father, we thank you for dimensions of favor. For new dimensions of favor. Upon the house and upon every individual here today. In Jesus' mighty name. And let me say loud, Amen. Amen. Celebrate Jesus everywhere. Thank you for listening to this message. If you have been blessed, you can reach us by email on info at faithtofaithonline.org or call us on 234-806-361-3560. You are big, blessed, and loaded. Thank you,